Going on, Geeks. You're listening to episode 329 of the Geeks Under Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about Smash Bros. Fallout, if we want to call it geeking out. Uh, CCXP and so many movie trailers and TV trailers that Optimus Prime himself would have a hard time pulling them all because they're trailers and he's he's a semi. That's, that's the joke, guys. <laughs> straight into the games like feel like we need to explain it um took all 18 wheels to drive that one home yeah <laughs> nice that's awesome <laughs> we'll get into the games uh we've been playing i think that i will stop talking about cyberpunk next week i think next week will be my last time talking about it until the dlc comes out at least uh cool. i am Right there, I got to the mission where it was like, you might want to go do everything else first. And I said, okay. Ah, You're like, I have. (laughs) Yeah. So I've got a couple more things that I can do. And then I'm pretty sure I'm basically done with it. The only thing that I haven't done is all of the NCPD things. So those who don't know, uh, the NCPD, it's like the the police department, just Mm -hmm. puts a call out, like bounties, I guess, kind of. But they're all over the map. There's a ton of them. Uh, Like 20 or 30 uh, interactions per like so you can area. literally just be the cyberpunk version of dog the bounty hunter yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> it's interesting because you just kind of go and you wreck shop and then you uh get evidence and then the mission's over and they're really small and quick but there's just so many that's kind of tedious and boring <laughs> you're like hey uh, i yeah. killed some guys but uh here's some info for you yeah <laughs> so the one thing that i'm really appreciating and i've trying not to spoil anything but i think this is something that people would would want to know going in i think it's really cool setup that uh the ending is you you don't need to worry about if you're playing a certain way that you would be blocking certain interactions Mm. in the end end game uh i mean i guess you could but basically you are unlocking as you're playing through the story different uh interactions for for that ending and so Uh, the different endings. With Witcher, there would be things throughout the game, Witcher 3, that would basically, like, change the ending forever. And you'd have to go way back to, like, the beginning of the game to fix certain things. Uh, This isn't kind of... This isn't really doing that. It's more of a... You're unlocking things as you play certain things. The more you do, the more you unlock, and then you have Hmm. different options to choose from at the very end. Oh, okay. And I'm appreciating that. I'm really that, glad that I'm That's better not... than the, uh, hey, make choices throughout the game, but only the last choice is the one that really matters kind of thing. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what this is, but it's... It sounds more creative, though. Like, it sounds like they just don't... Yeah. I'm going to go through, and I will play probably the different endings uh, if I really... If it's not too drawn out, this last mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like, you know, I don't have to go back in the game to, like, figure it out like out different things different outcomes um and it's kind of got that it's become like a trope lately for these new rpg games to you befriend everybody and then uh it's not everyone banding together it's like you choose at Mm. the end who you want in the ending um so it's cool i'm really excited to finish it up and i think i've got just about everybody unlocked which is fun um haven't made anyone mad apparently (laughs) yeah everybody's friend yep 
I we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, um, I'm really stoked for it. I'm kind of sad to see this game be done, but I'm also getting to a point where the game is getting repetitive because any game will get repetitive if you play it this long. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe we'll move on to God of War. Not uh, really. Really excited. About I'll geek it out about that. I have a shirt from Neil Fork, and it is a God of War shirt. Uh, <laughs> on a tangent, Neo Fork is N E O four I C, like the number four. Um, and that's not a sponsorship. It's just cool. It's like <laughs> a God of War, but cyberpunky looking shirt, and uh, that's where my head's at right now. That's I, that that I feel like that's like your perfect vibe. Is like. Yeah, I, I understand. Like God of War, technically, of he's not Norwegian, but like <laughs> sort of the Viking vibes with cyberpunk vibes, like that's like yeah. your aesthetic. So perfect for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. They've got a bunch of other designs too. They've got a Gengar shirt that's really cool. Uh, I might be sold out at this point, but um, love them. And it came with a PS5 skin, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So that's awesome. You can out about that too. That's kind of gaming related, I guess. Yeah. Will be soon. I'll be playing God of War uh, probably by January at the very least. So, I think okay. I'm getting it as a Christmas present, so I'm stoked Ooh. for that. Nice. The one game I probably haven't bought this this season. <laughs> Speaking of, what have you been playing, LJ? Okay, so um, me uh, with the, the problems, with the issues. Um, <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I got both Callisto Protocol and Midnight Suns. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird because I was thinking that Callisto Protocol was going to be the one that was kind of the hit, right? You know, because it's right. from an it's original been Dead Space. really hyped. It's, been a, it's, it's from the original Dead Space creator and all that. But it actually turns out this one is the more obtuse of the two games. Um, so it's got all the Dead Space kind of trappings, horror stuff, you know. Um, but it's actually not... Get, it's not been getting received that well. Um... I mean, it's been getting, like, sixes and sevens, I think. But it's it's definitely got some weird mechanics. It almost reminds me of, like, when a new game tries different stuff. Almost like a Death Stranding, where it's like they kind of try their own thing, you know, like, just because they can. Because the melee has, like, this weird dodge mechanic. Uh, but you're going through this giant space cyberpunk prison. And I said cyberpunk, so Cody goes, ooh. Um, My head literally came yeah. up. <laughs> but that's basically, like, the apparently the world outside is very cyberpunky because they kind of show that in the intro. But it's this giant prison that you're trying to get out of. Um, I kind of like it so far. Like, I'm not hating it. Um, but, the uh, like, I've enjoyed it so far. It's It's taken some time to get used to some of the weird, like, dodge mechanics that they added. Which feels weird for a game like that. Um, but the game that kind of, I think, took everybody by surprise uh, is Midnight Suns. That game got extremely well-reviewed, like, eights and stuff like that. It looks pretty good, um, not gonna lie. It's basically I was not massive. interested, but yeah. I suddenly became interested when I realized it's, like, a strategy turn-based, but yes. also, like, you can hang out with your... With all the other heroes and you stuff. You can hang out the different heroes, yeah, yeah. And, like, what, yep. my boss actually was the one who was just like, you should try it out because you love Persona and Fire Emblem so much. It's basically like that. And I'm like, it kind of is. Oh. <laughs> um, you have, you hang out at uh, the Abbey is this place that's closed off in, like, Salem, and that's, like, the home base of Midnight Suns. And they actually explain why Iron Man and Captain America and all those 
people are there. It's because, like, the Avengers reach out for help from the Midnight Suns, basically, because it's, like, this bigger supernatural threat. Um, You make your own character, which is very Mass Effect-ish, you know? Like, you make this character that's been asleep for thousands of years, and that's how you get introduced to the world, and... It's so also it's one of those things where it's like we sh- we probably should have trusted the XCOM devs a little more than we ha- than pe- we were I think I think it was more the Marvel licensing that people were very skeptical about and the card stuff but their concept for the card stuff is basically like you're not leveling up or gaining stats you know to get stronger necessarily like you're a superhero you're obviously going to sm- smash through you know people through stuff or throw them into stuff or you know do all these cool epic moves already um so the level up come level the like leveling up comes from leveling up your cards and making those stronger and the they literally mix cards from each hero into one hand and you basically choose like okay like where's this character gonna be at and you know like they a lot of the work that XCOM kind of made you do is done for you but also it's like okay can I play this card let's see what happens can I knock it into this character or can I knock it into this environment um, so it still has a way of making your heroes feel powerful, even though it's like scarred and strategy based. Um, but it's very much feels like a puzzle. It's when you try to do these encounters, cause it's like, okay, what is the best way to maximize this turn? Um, yeah. and it's, it's cool. I like it. Um, you unlock skins and other things. Um, and you can forge cards. Like if you get this particular currency and stuff, like it's, it's cool. It's fun. Um, it's got a photo mode, which I didn't expect, but I'm thoroughly happy with. Heck yeah. Um, I don't think it's rom- I don't think there's any romancing per se, but like my right. character, I'm trying to make her, I made a female hunter character cause they just call her the hunter, but I feel like she's a warrior. Therefore she's probably going to feel like she relates to blade a lot more, you know, like, so like I'm hanging out with blade as much as I can and getting to know his character more more because I feel like blade is the kind of the one of the more mysterious types, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's, that's what my, that's who my character would connect with more. Not so much like Captain Marvel and Iron Man and the other characters. Mm -hmm. Um, the midnight Suns are all younger, younger, not kids, but like teenagers kind of. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of neat because it's like, you'd expect, I don't know. It's just kind of neat. It feels like, the superheroes we all know and love are getting to know these younger, more supernatural-based, like, heroes. Um, cool. Oh, what's the name of the new Ghost Rider that's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I forget his name. Uh, I feel like, like I have is this it like actor's name, Gabriel Robbie Ray? No, no, Robbie... Is yeah, it Robbie, Robbie Ray. Ray is? Yeah, yeah, so he's he's younger in this, too. Like, a bunch of the... Yeah, so it's kind of neat, because you also... Yeah, you just... You very much feel like a... Like an outsider, like, getting to know these characters for the first time... Even though I do know most of these characters. So it's kind of... It's it's just kind of neat to experience that world from an outside perspective. From a character that's hasn't even been around. You know? Like, so it's kind of cool. Um, I like it. It's fun. So. Cool. Yeah. Not much else to say about it. I, I just... It's surprising to me that this is the game... Out of the, all these new releases that came out Friday. Like, Midnight Suns is the one that's a bigger surprise. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So those are the things I've been playing. What have you been playing, Shelly? <clears throat> um, I haven't been playing anything new. I'm still just playing Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Nice. Yeah, it's still just fun and good. I'm really, I think I'm close to the end. I think there's like 28 chapters. Um, and I think I'm on chapter like 23 or 24. 
So I'm already getting close to the end, but um, I do have the next game lined up, Radiant Dawn. Sweet. So I'll probably just jump right into that. Um, man, it's just it's just so good. Ike's is just the best Fire Emblem protagonist, kind of hands down, in my opinion. <laughs> or if not the best, one of the best. Like he's probably my favorite protagonist character. Even though I like, I really love Robin. Robin's still awesome. Um, and, and I, I personally even like Byleth. I know a lot of people don't like Byleth. Um, I don't like Corrin. I'm just kind of going down the line, I suppose. <laughs> but um, I just really like Ike. We like Ike. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't really been playing anything new. So that's all. Cool. cool. We'll get into the gaming news then. Go ahead, LJ. All right. Some fairly quick stuff here, kind of kicking things off. Um they put out a, I guess this is going to be an in-game cinematic, or an in-game thing. Um, it's not even a cinematic, which I thought there was going to be actually in-game stuff. Um, but it, um, they released a teaser, another teaser for Dragon Age Dreadwolf. For, I guess, Heck Dragon yeah. Age Day the other day. Yeah. Let's go. Um, it is heavily, I guess, spo- it's spoiler territory, if it, like Shelly said, I think, before the podcast. If nobody has played the DLC... Um, I, and I've played enough, at least, of the main game to go, huh, that's weird. Like, I didn't know that this character was, you know, this, had this particular backstory or, you know, was this mm-hmm. particular way. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's got me wanting to dive back into this trilogy before the game comes out. Um, but yeah, I, so my theory is I, they did, they just had a Dragon Age day. And so the show comes out the day after the Game Awards. This comes out oh. before the Game Awards. So I have a feeling we're going to get a big Dragon Age Dreadwolf oh, reveal. With, I have a feeling we're at least going to get a release. If not a release date, we're going to get a release window. I think you're probably right. Oh. I, th- I, I hope so. I'm, my prediction is that it's going to be like, not maybe not March, but maybe summer. Mm-hmm. If not, maybe, f- well, I guess that kind of I'm hoping sometime year. this next year, for sure. I want, I want to feel like it's earlier... I want to feel like it's going to come out quicker than than we expect, but I'd also say like next fall is like probably more of a re- uh, realistic expectation. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember when Inquisition came out though, because I don't remember if it was like earlier remember. in the year. Um. But anyway, I I do have a feeling we're going to get a big a big reveal of Dragon Age related. Um, it feels like they're all making this push for that particular reason. For sure, and I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, I've been looking forward to Dragon Age <laughs> for so long. Just Dragon Age game, and it's, it's just like, and you already mentioned it kind of too, but it's like yep. it's just crazy how like this is the or if if you're not familiar with the Dragon Age series, most of the games do have you know it's all in the same world and it does take place chronologically. Yeah, but they're usually with different characters. So um, far apart too, right? Very, yeah, usually different locations. So it's like sometimes mm. you'll see like almost like an Easter egg or like Cameos, really, really prominent yeah. characters will be like kind of in the in the and come back in the game. So like Colin, yeah. for example, is introduced in the first game, um, but then he's one of your main buddies in the third game, for example. Mm-hmm. Then Varric also, who actually um, narrates this little cinematic, it's Varric's voice. Which yeah, makes sense that kind of was nostalgic hearing Varric again. Yeah, so, like, he was in the second game and in the third game, and, like, yep. I don't know, potentially he's going to be in the fourth game. He's a very popular character, so it wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, usually they they go from game to game to, like, okay, you're in a different place, um, new people, whatever. But, like, 
I mean, you probably aren't going to play the Inquisitor again in this game, in the, in the fourth game, but it's like you're, it's a, it's, it's a direct sequel, right? It's like you are picking up where Inquisition left off. But what's even crazier is that like it's not even right when Inquisition, the game itself, ends off. It's when the DLC ends off. And if you played Inquisition and you didn't get the, um, I'm trying to remember the specific DLC because there's like three different DLC. Um, like story mm. DLC, and like two of them are not <coughs> at all. This mm. there was just one that was like it was essentially an epilogue that's like really important. So if you didn't play that DLC, you have no idea what's going on. Like with this game, you don't know who the Dread Wolf is, or maybe you you Dread yeah, Wolf's been confused. mentioned, <laughs> but you don't know who it is. You're just like, oh, you know the Dread Wolf people. You know that's a thing, but like you don't know who that is, and you don't realize that it's um you know, a particular character who you were with the entire time. They lay it out in this teaser, which kind of trips me out. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I actually liked that character, so that's... Exactly. So I'm like, like, this is uh, juicy. Like, like I yeah, I remember when I first played that, I played that DLC for the first time, because obviously I played Dragon Age Inquisition, and I thought, you know, he was totally fine. You know, mysterious, whatever. But you're kind of just like, oh, you know, he's just a guy. Then you play the DLC, Mm. and you're just like, I'm... It's what excuse me excuse me especially if you romance him which i didn't but my best friend at the time did um she like loves him and so she like romanced him and was like immediately like what the heck like what's going on (laughs) it's like a it's like an interesting case where it's like um i don't know i just really wish that dlc wasn't dlc i wish it was actually at the end of the game so that everyone who played inquisition will know what's going on it's crazy to me the fact that like this is essentially spoiling, and uh, you know, not just the cinematic, but just um, this whole, whole game in general, the game. right? Yeah, because it's always ever since the beginning, you're just like uh, the the material, everything, right? Is always mm-hmm. been pointing to what it's going to be about, which was always clear if you played the DLC. But if you didn't play the DLC, literally no inclination. They don't explain any of that crap. So They're trying to get Marvel level with these connections. Yeah, so that's a little. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty unfortunate, actually. There's probably tons of people who played the game, liked it enough, but didn't love it enough to, like, want to pay extra money for DLC. Like, you know, freaking people like me, right? Which is totally I mean, I hardly ever get to the season passes or, like, the expansions in any game. Like Exactly. And and granted, I think for me, it was, like, game of the year, I think, included everything, so that's part of it. Yeah. Um, So at least it's accessible now with game of the year. Like, you don't necessarily have to, like, go out of your way to get the DLC. But for a lot of people, they didn't get the DLC. No. Yeah, yeah, and um, all I'm saying is just gonna be really, um, it's just a little bit unfortunate for people who are like getting spoiled this way. Got a few for, like, hoops DLC to jump through if you want to catch up. Exactly. Um, yeah. And granted, again, that DLC and DLC was really, really awesome, and you kind of have to question like, well, the next game has to be about this. There's no way it cannot be about this. But also, what? And of course, it is about that. But it's still, just anyway. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. what I'm saying even makes sense <clears throat> at all. But I, I'm excited, but it's like yeah. I wish everyone was able to experience the betrayal, right? The the same like oh my gosh feeling um, as all the people who played the DLC. Is that's mm. all I'm trying to say. Mm. So, yep. But I am excited. Yeah. It's been a while since I have played Dragon Age, so it's about. Uh, it's... I feel like I should play that game at some point. It's about time. Yeah. I did Those dive back into the first one for a little while a few weeks ago, and that was Heck really yeah. nice. It's um, low-key the best one. The first is. one. It's just, like, old. So you have to I be... I agree. Kind of have <laughs> yeah. to, like, the story um, and the characters are the best, for sure, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. that's a... That's so, a speaking of Game Awards, um, Jeff Keighley, apparently <laughs> on, on Twitter Spaces, whatever, uh, 
Everybody's like, oh, whatever. Like, nobody cares about Twitter spaces. Um, Wait, what is, but, is Twitter spaces different than Twitter? It's on Twitter, but it's like a thing where you can hear people talk and stuff like that. You basically, like, people can like, especially a lot of like creators or like influencers. It's like passing can, like, the mic around, kind of, yeah. And then it creates a little area where like you can join the space and like talk and like listen to people. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Oh, okay. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm so I mean, out of the loop. It's, yeah, I just feel fun. like it's one of those little pop-ups at the top of Twitter. your Twitter feed that like you just want yeah, to get rid of. Exactly. Of um, like, hey, this person I'm following has a space open. You can it's just kind of intrusive the way they do it, but um, anyway. Uh, so during one of these Twitter Spaces discussions, Jeff Keighley has said that the Game Awards will be shorter and have fewer reveals, which um, I don't know like how short, how much shorter. But last year that thing was three hours and forty two minutes. So, like, hopefully it's <laughs> cut it down to maybe three. I mean, that includes the uh, pre-show as well. Um, so, yeah, he's like, so I don't know how, we don't know how much shorter, how many fewer announcements, but I think that goes to show that they were at least listening mm-hmm. to people because I know there's people that are like, you know, obviously it's like, it's an award show. You want to get back to the point of the show. Um, but also you don't, want people bored for four hours yeah i'm like let's have four just four as many hours. reveals and less yeah. awards <laughs> yeah and that's and that's i just want three time. I'm being honest. like yeah i mean that's a long time for an award show too like yeah uh i mean award shows are usually a couple hours a piece but that was just like over three hours is insane um yeah i mean that's not really much else to say there except that like they listened to feedback and we'll see what happens on Thursday night? So if you're listening to this when it gets published, make sure you ca- uh, join us on the Twitch channel on our Geeks and Rares Twitch channel. Uh, we're gonna be watching the award show together. There might be a few staff uh, staff members uh, alongside Anna. Anna's hosting it like she has almost every year, and a few mm-hmm. of us will be in the Discord. But I'll be I, in the Discord. Hang- I'll be in the Geeks and Rares chat as well. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be some of us will be in both. Um, but uh, it's exciting. It's always an exciting time of year for me. Um, but uh, that's twitch.tv slash Grace. If anybody does want to come watch the award show with us, I'll I'll be there a little bit later personally because I don't get off of work until like right when the show starts. So, mm-hmm. but I will be there. Um, yeah. So um, that's it for the game award news. The last um, piece of news I'm going to give. Shelly the floor here because she knows a lot more about what's happening than I <laughs> than Cody and I do. Yeah. But um, Nintendo basically sh- did they shut down the Smash World Tour? They yeah. Can't, like it got canceled because they weren't going to license it. Yeah, it's a it's a whole thing, and um, it's crazy how big this has blown up to be. Great, I think personally because mm-hmm. Nintendo has been a jerk to Smash. Um competitive smash for you know forever actually um it's actually funny i was listening to some old podcasts of ours and it was there's one back in like march april or march or something where i was also talking about nintendo crapping on oh the, the evo stuff <laughs> on yeah yeah i think that's what it was because that was I think when I they even said mentioned, they weren't gonna be an evo and i think i even mentioned i was like oh well you know this panda cup right but like that's a that's kind of an exception well now Right? The exception is no longer... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Wow. So, so for people who don't know, basically Smash World Tour was a circuit 
that ran throughout this entire year. And it's like a really big deal because basically different tournaments could be a part of this circuit all around the world. And it basically was like encouraging people, um, especially really good players, um, to participate at all these tournaments um, and do really well. Um, that allowed them to be part of the finals. Um, and then you just get a bunch of money, tons of money, actually, yeah. at least as far as um, I don't remember the actual number, but as far as smash majors go, like actually a pretty significant amount of money. Um, nice. And it was it was entirely like grassroots. Right. Um, it was run by or was being run by, I think, the Beyond the Summit team, which Summit is like also a really big tournament that happens annually for both Melee and um, and Ultimate. So basically it's like community based and created um and yeah. a lot of top players throughout the year have been like going to all these like tournaments like all around the world um as it says you know smash world tour uh in order to like basically get enough points and to uh, participate in these finals and to like do really well and get money or, or i mean and to just like do well in smash right but yeah um and so not only is this tournament that's been going on a, a tournament series has also been something called panda cup um, there's been a couple different tournaments that have also been associated with that. And Panda Cup um, is sort of a collaboration between um, an organization called Planet Global and then also um, Nintendo, right? And so they've actually been licensed by Nintendo. They got Nintendo's permission to run this um, and sort of like support. Um, and so there's also kind of in a similar way, there's some tournaments that have been um, like actually the one I think um, here in Seattle was sort of associated with Panda Cup. Um, and so hmm. like you could go to these tournaments and again, like write, rank up like essentially points and places to um, be able to go to the Panda cup, uh, mm -hmm. like finale. And also kind of, it's, it's kind of a similar thing, except it's less worldwide. I think it's more within the country, which is why, um, you know, world tour. Right. So mm -hmm. then what came out was that, um, smash world tour was canceled and basically all the staff members and TOs and people said the reason was because Nintendo, um, they, they kind of felt like pressured, um, because they weren't licensed by Nintendo. Um, and Nintendo themselves didn't even necessarily say, like, that they're canceling it or that they were going to send a cease and desist. Mm. Um, it was actually just them saying, like, that they wouldn't be able to allow a license and that oh, you okay. can't run a tournament without a license. That's all they said. They didn't, you know, they, they had very corporate speech of, like, oh, That's well, we weren't going to give you a license. Yeah, you can't run a tournament without a license. Um, so... And, you know, the floor is yours kind of thing. And so, um, and, and that's happened before, right? Uh, but in Smash World Tour, probably we was even still going to keep going after that. Really what's been the kicker is that Panda Global, um, there were accusations of the CEO of um, Panda Global, who in the past has been known to be really supportive of the scene and has, you know, there's a lot mm. of... Um, folks who are sponsored by Panda Global and happened for years, years and years. Um, but it turns out the CEO was basically pressuring or again, accused, right? Um, he was accused of kind of bullying other TOs of these tournaments that are associated with Smash World Tour saying like, hey, you should be a part of Panda Cup instead. Um, like, hey, it'd be a shame if Nintendo found out this was on license or like, it'd be a shame if Nintendo shut down your tournament and, and wow. just like things like that where it's being very yeah. like competitive and just kind of being like oh i have nintendo in my pocket i have my tendo in my corner and i'm gonna like call daddy nintendo if you don't give me what i want kind of behavior um and this was behavior that uh, a lot of different tos verified or a lot of different tos said like yeah the same thing happened to me same thing happened to me 
um, which is pretty scary. And it just sucks because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, that's supposed to be an organization that's supporting all of Smosh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been this whole fiasco of like, first they announced that it was canceled. And again, super last second. It was supposed to be like next week or the week after. Like it was last second. And, you know, all, all these people who have literally traveled the world, spent tons of money traveling the world. It's like, okay, cool. So it's all for Probably nothing, had huh? tickets purchased already and such yes, like that, yes, too. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some people who were like, you know, there's a tournament this last weekend called Main Stage. Um, a lot of people were like, yeah, I'm not going to go to Main Stage. I want to focus on Smash World Tour, right? Or I want to focus wow, on Panda yeah. So it kind of turned to this thing where it's like Smash World Tour was canceled. People blame Nintendo. But then some people were like, oh, well, no, but like Panda's also having, um, you know, fault in this as well. And then what happened is that Nintendo released a statement first, basically saying, well, hey, we never told them to shut down. We never told them to cancel. We just um, we just couldn't provide a license for them because mm. of uh, safety reasons, which they didn't specify what the safety reasons were. They just were like, it kind of sounds like they just kind of pulled it out of somewhere. Um, and then <laughs> after that, yeah. Panda Global released a statement saying like, hey, well, our staff's been working really hard to like get this going. Um, and basically not really apologizing and and just saying like oh you know we want to support the community and so everyone called them out because it was a really really bad apology or it was a really bad response and it was one of those things where it's like oh clearly they collaborate with nintendo nintendo decided to put out their statement first and then panda to just kind of like cover them and it's like everyone's Mm. really mad about it and uh, there was again there was just no like they said like oh you know like our ceo did you know, was kind of mean to one person or whatever, but like, uh, that was a long time ago and they kind of like, you know, said it was fine or, you know, let's just forget about it kind of thing. And we're like, uh, excuse me, no. So, um, (laughs) and again, like, it's like almost every day things happen. So pretty much right after that, all of a sudden all these people, um, casters and smashers and just people who work for Panda Global or sponsored by Panda Global started resigning, putting in their resignations letter. Um, which is really significant. A lot of these people who have been working under Pan Global for literally years, yeah, um, who are able to have a career in Smash because of them, and so that's like really crazy. Um, I think they dropped like eighty percent of their sponsors at this point, which is Oof. pretty significant. Yeah, and Ouch. then like today, I want to say today or yesterday, the CEO actually posted um, and said like, "Oh, we're uh, I have proof like." these people lied and I have proof, but he didn't like, I'll release a statement soon, but he didn't actually release a statement. He just said that he's going to release a statement and he's like, Oh yeah, well they lied and I have proof, but I'm not going to provide it yet. I'm going to put a statement out later. Wow. And so that was like a whole thing. And then finally, um, also recently kind of near the same time, Panda Global said that they uh, dropped him as a CEO. He's no longer CEO. Hmm. Um, and that they postponed the Panda cup. But a lot of people are saying, well, hold on. He still owns the company. They can't just get rid of him, right? He still owns the, the company. Mm. And two, um, something else that's happened is Ludwig, who um, everyone in the Smash community loves, right? Like, mm. he's a huge creator now, but his roots are in Smash. And he still loves his roots. So what he did is when he learned that this was happening, because not only is Smash World Tour canceled, Panda Cup, no, everyone's dropping from Panda Cup because they don't want to support them, right? Yeah, because they've right. treated the community like crap, which is totally fair and good um, to do, to, to drop out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he basically is like, hey, well, I'm just going to do a tournament the same weekend and I'm going to invite all those people who are going to go to Smash World Tour, which is really freaking baller. And he has tons of money. Who cares about a license? Let's go. Exactly. I think Jacksepticeye is also going to be giving some money or like being a sponsor as well for this tournament. So it's like he has these connections and he cares about the Smash community. And it's like we all stand up for it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I never care about the game awards. I don't care about who awards get what. I, I never care about creator of the year. I genuinely hope Ludwig gets creator of the year because he deserves it because he loves the Smash community so much and he's just such That's a awesome. good guy. So, um, yeah, it's it's like all these layers, right? And so people are saying like, oh, they're just postponing the Panic Cup because of Ludwig. A lot and of he said, she said kind of. It's crazy. And so it's like the CEO has yet to actually put out an official statement or apology of any kind. He just is accusing all these teals of lying and but he's been dropped out it's a mess all that's yeah, coming of this like is everyone in the, in the community is angry is sad um because now there's this more threat of like these big majors who that if they don't have a license there's even more of a threat now than before of that they're just going to get shut down um so a lot of people are saying like oh are majors even happening like two huge majors that are scheduled for next year have already been canceled for now they may come mm-hmm. back up but they've already been canceled because of this just because they're like scared um, that Nintendo's going to shut them down or that Panda or someone's going to like bully them into shutting down. Mm. Um, so it's a mess um, and it changes day by day and I probably talked for too long, but that's the rundown. <laughs> but uh, um, it's educational. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's Yeah, it's, it's just it's like, it's, you, we never, I, I didn't think this would blow up, but like people are talking mm. about it. I see like tons of creators talking about it. I mean, we have IGN talking about it. We have Kotaku yep. talking about it. Um, and honestly, Geeks like, Grace is talking about it. we're talking about it. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm really like, grateful for that because and like, I love how the fighting game scene is just getting yeah. so much more love lately too. Like, exactly. cause I think of like, I think it's more officially sponsored, but I think of like, Oh, what if like Tekken world got canceled or what if Bandai yeah. decided, Oh no, yeah. we don't want you doing this stuff, you know? Exactly. Or even and you're Capcom just like, was like, Nope, no more street fighter it seems, stuff. It's baffling us. to think about, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. that sounds so nonsense. Yeah. But it's like, that is the story of Nintendo and Smash's history. Nintendo yes. just does not support the Smash community. And right now it's like, we're facing this betrayal of this once beloved um, organization that used to support the community all of a sudden betraying the community. And it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all feeling like, come together i feel like there's been like this sort of unanimous like we're all on the same side on something for once and that's really refreshing yeah um and you know we'll see what happens at ludwig's tournament and um but anyway yeah it's just kind of crazy i'm glad this is blown up though yeah definitely mm-hmm. cool cool well, it's not cool, but hold i on. mean yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 uh we'll get into the movies lj uh, I'm mostly interested in, in your uh, your movie because <laughs> I loved the Fat Man with uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, and this feels like a distant cousin to that. Um, <laughs> how how's Violet I Knight? S- so it's a four out of ten movie that you go in expecting a four out of ten movie. Basically, okay. like okay. it's one of those things where it's like, like I never expected this to be a good movie. Did you um, see the Fat Man to compare it at all? No, not at all. But I the Fat Man's not a good movie either. I've I've been on a roll with Santa stuff lately, so I might just watch Heck the yeah. Fat Man and just <laughs> like complete the like Santa Infinity Gauntlet of Christmas movies. Because um, <laughs> I've literally watched every well, not everything. I haven't watched Bad Santa yet, but I don't need to. <laughs> um, but 
So, Violent Night is... It's ultra cheesy. It's not very... It's just not a very... It's really not a very good movie, but it just feels like I want Ed Boon to literally put David Harbour's Santa Claus in the next Mortal Kombat game. Okay. It's exactly it's exactly what it is. It's Violent Night. Like, the dude is literally, like... There's a reason for it. And honestly, you should watch this movie, I think you especially, Cody, just for the backstory. Like, okay. Santa has an origin story that is pretty epic. For the lore. Um, yes. And it's so darn silly. But it's like, I'm not even going to say anything just because I feel like it's... To me, it's the coolest part of the movie because it's like... I didn't know if he was going to have a backstory or not, but like, and oh yeah, it's, it's so dumb, but I was highly entertained by it. Like, it's exactly what it says it's going to be. Uh, it's violent, a lot of language, not really any like sexual stuff, which is, I think is fine, yeah, but it's yeah. basically, it's basically Die Hard, but if Die Hard... I, I trust me. I consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. I do. It's an it's an honorary Christmas movie, but it's Die Hard, but an actual Christmas movie. Okay, is basically what it is. It's like that Paul Blart kind of Die Hard setup, where it's like this takes place all in one night, all in one building. You got some dudes with you know taking hostages, and Santa's the guy that takes them takes them down, basically. You know, like okay. it's which is like princess what, uh, on yeah. Hulu. Was. Yeah. I think it was called the princess it's mm-hmm. just her video game in her way through the tower yes and it's literally like it's it's as advertised like that's and that's yeah. the best way to Good. say it because saying the things i've said aren't spoilerly just because that's how like the movie is marketed yeah cool. um if you really feel like like going on a bargain tuesday for this movie then that's that it that's probably a fun way to spend five bucks you know Mm-hmm. Or because I mean I paid full price and I, I mean I went to see last night on a Sunday, and I was I didn't hate it, but I know it wasn't good. But I go into movies and I, like that not expecting it to be good. I expected it to be stupid and dumb and just out there, and that's exactly what they do. The jokes and the Christmas puns are so darn stupid, but. Obviously, y'all know me. Y'all, y'all know the jokes we crack on this podcast. Like, it's true. It's up, it's up my alley. Like, I went home and told my stepdad, "I'm like, yeah, you need to watch this movie. You'd love it." Like, <laughs> like I think you'll enjoy the Fat Man. My favorite thing about the Fat Man is it took itself mm-hmm. very seriously, and like to the point where that was the joke. <laughs> so, this kind of does a bit of both. Like, it's okay. like they obviously joke, but there's also just it's like, why is it that? Why is this even? taking any form of seriousness like it's just like yeah yeah it's yeah, you'll, uh, you'll like it. I'm, I'm interested i want to see it just so i can compare the two um i, I want you to see it just so just so you can know the backstory uh <laughs> da- david harbour is great like that dude's like he just kind of owns it um heck yeah yeah uh, like sounds good yeah it's 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 a fun ride um i imagine it Slayer won't ride. be ah, ha, ha, that's a good one um oh, i imagine oh. Stop. I imagine. <laughs> I, Stop. I, I imagine it won't be on. It'll be on demand before long. I don't think before Christmas long. I mean, it could be. I have no idea. It might drop like right the week of Christmas or something. Like, but I think if you're if you, if you're looking for a movie to watch, I guess you could go watch Avatar when that comes out. But also, yeah. 
if you feel like wasting money on something ultra stupid, like this is the <laughs> thing to waste it on. Okay. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, that's that's all I can say. Cool. Before I say anymore, so. Uh, well, it was worth it, but trash. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been talking about Andor for the last few weeks now, and so I had to go watch Rogue One. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, and it was really cool. I've seen Rogue One before, and it's crazy because I didn't really remember Andor in Rogue One at all. I kind of remember that he was a character, and that was basically it. He was uh, a dude. Yeah. It's interesting because he's definitely not the same person uh within the five like there's a five year jump between the first season of andor and this and so i'm really curious when they do andor season two which i think has been confirmed um mm. they, they've just got a long way to go before andor is uh captain andor from rogue one mm-hmm. which completely forgot that he was a captain and then he was he's so all in on the rebellion uh in the movie itself and so i'm i don't know i mean it makes me really excited for season two because there's just a huge difference there um probably a lot of character growth waiting to happen yeah we've got to know we've got to see him meet ks20 or k2so whatever it is i think it's yes. ks20 k2 yeah k or k2 yeah k2so k2so is like the best part of them alan tudyk absolutely amazing <laughs> um yep, yep i think i laughed at every like there may have been one thing i didn't laugh at that uh he says and it was because it was sad. I think I reacted to everything. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> um, one thing that I thought... Oh, no, that would be... That would be a spoiler. I'll stay away from that. Um, <laughs> I just thought about it like mid-sentence and I was like, nope, can't, can't go there. Um, but no, I, I think it's really cool to kind of go from... Uh, the show is very character... Uh, there's a lot of character development and character depth. And then the movie, he just kind of is there. Uh, you see him. He is this kind of cool, suave rebellion captain. That's about all you get uh, from Cassian. And in the show, it's more of like he's this kind of a low life survivor. And that's what he does is he survives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can see that intelligence that he uses to survive in the show uh, play out in the movie. But okay. he's not. He's not like a he's he's somebody at that point, um, yeah. And it's really cool to see that difference between where he starts and where where he's at in the movie. Totally. Uh, plus, I don't think of the movie. I didn't think about the movie the first time I watched it about being about Cassian. Uh, but now that I've watched it after watching the show, I was like, he's the main character. See, uh, that, which that's really also isn't. one of those things. It's like everybody was like, "Why do we need a show about Andor? Like, yeah, why?" But it's like, hearing you say that is like, okay, well, here's why. Like, they, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Uh, there's also another character in the show, and I, I can't remember her name, uh, but I didn't realize that she was the same character in the movie. Uh, and mm. they did an amazing job with it. Uh, it's the senator in the show. She's kind of like the rebel leader in the movie. Oh, yeah, what's her name? Uh, Mon something... Yeah, are talking I can't about remember. yeah, yeah. But she, uh, like, they made it really believe. Like, I don't know if they aged her up in Rogue One or they de-aged her in the show, but they did a really good job, uh, making her look five years younger. I feel like it's one thing they didn't really do too well with Cassian is he looks Mon Mothma? younger. Is that who you're talking One. about? Who? Mon Mothma. Yeah. 
Yeah, so she she's definitely was in the original Star Wars trilogy stuff too. Um Okay. Mhm. So it is neat that they are going back that far with that character. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I hope I got the right person. I'm sure I do. Mm-hmm. Um But Yeah, it says Mon Mothma Andor. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh it's really cool. I'm really enjoying the uh I really enjoyed the movie. I can't wait for season two. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, over. I'm in denial so that it's over. Now. I know, and they I heard like twenty twenty four, I think, is the next season, which is like uh, so sad. I don't want to know. I'm glad we're getting a second season. it was not doing well. Uh, and so I was a little nervous that oh. maybe they would just give it up. It is on the it. same actor apparently that or same actress. Yeah. And as Rogue One and uh and or yep. nice. Yeah, that's what I was amazed. Like I just had no idea watching the show that that's it's been so long mm. since I've seen Rogue One. I didn't really remember the movie very well. I knew that I enjoyed it, but that was basically it. Um, that's wild that they've taken that character that far back. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Leia's uh, father is in it, uh, and there are other shows oh, that I are out there that, where dude. that would be important. And I was like, man, they just they literally had to use that actor for the other shows uh, where mm. her father pops up because. I think it was in the prequel series, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. That dude's awesome. The actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was like, they literally like threw him in this movie, in this movie for like kind of a couple like like one-liners, mm-hmm. some name drops. Um, yeah. So it's cool that he's getting to like, he's becoming a more and more important part to uh, the universe as well. In all mm-hmm. different ways. So, I don't know. I really, really like it. Um. Rogue One is probably the best Star Wars movie. Uh, and I said to my wife the other day, uh, Andor is not just the best Star Wars, it is better than Star Wars. <laughs> um, people can get mad right at me on. about that. but Right on. We go to like the, you know, the originals. I mean, we had that discussion in the spo- Star Wars spoilers chat on Workplace. So it's like, okay. it's a chat, it's a conversation that's been happening all around the internet. It's like... Do we it, really need space wizards, you know, to have good Star Wars stuff like we were talking about last week? Yeah, I yeah, I think that it's better than anything Star Wars has ever made. Um, oh, I didn't want to mention this. This was another. Uh, on then we'll move on. One thing I thought was really interesting is the way that they use music in Rogue One is very Star Warsy. There's a lot of orchestrated, just um, very dramatic music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels like Star Wars. Like it, it really connects the movie, the rest of Star Wars. I think without that music, it wouldn't feel very much like Star Wars, except for the okay. occasional blaster, the occasional stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I think, like, it's almost as if they were dipping their toes. Uh, what does it look like if we get away from Star Wars a little bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really appreciate that about Andor, is the music isn't as campy. And so uh, it, it, it even further removes it from from the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe in a, in a good way. Yeah, that's, that's all. awesome. Um, I think that's all the movies that have been watched. So, Shelly, you've got lots of trailers to go through. It's kind of overwhelming, if I'm being honest. So, <laughs> let's just get through them. Let's just start it. So, um, let's go. Let's do the two Disney ones first, actually. So, we have a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I never actually, I never watched the uh, Christmas special, or have not yet at least watched. The Christmas oh, special, it's so, so good! I have so no good. idea if there's any it's sort good. of like information from there that's like really not true, really. Not really. I, okay, okay, that's good to know. Um, I don't know. It's Guardians of the Galaxy three. I don't really know what to say about it other than <laughs> it looks like it's just gonna hit. You know, like it looks like yeah, it's yeah, hit. emotional. It looks like they're gonna go into Rocket Raccoon's backstory, which is awesome because Rocket is low-key the most interesting one in the bunch. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I really like Rocket, so I'm really excited about that. Um, it looks like it's gonna be kind of focused on him, but then they're also probably gonna try to find... Um... Oh, why do I not remember her name? Gamora. Gamora, oh gosh. yep. So I was like, why? I saw a panel name? that was similar to a scene in the movie trailer and Groot had a mohawk and I would like to know why Groot doesn't have a mohawk in the movie because that would be so cool it's spiky tree mohawk this uh, <laughs> oh yeah in the comic he does have like spiky in the comics he does have, it's like, like a full mohawk I'm like what yeah if we're gonna have wow. cool young Groot why don't we have mohawk Groot that's Please. that's how young adult Groot should be yeah. <laughs> he just um... looks like teenage Groot but someone's like in a costume right yeah. now yeah yeah that's true <laughs> um yeah i don't know i'm st- i'm just so burnt out on marvel oh, um yeah. i'm kind of like yeah i'll watch it probably but i'm not like necessarily like getting hyped about it i'm just like you know i don't know maybe i need to watch wakanda forever and that'll cure my burnout yeah it's um, very I good think so i feel like f- the worst of phase four like i mean now that we're getting into the new phase i think it's gonna pick back things are gonna pick back up yeah there was we didn't put this in the news anywhere um because i don't i didn't really read the article and i don't know how much but the headline that i had seen was that uh kevin feige has acknowledged that phase four wasn't the greatest Mm. um and they'll be cutting back on quantity and trying to focus on uh quality again uh so we'll see if that happens Uh, apparently ant-man and the wasp is the first um of that push but could it really be the first of that push if it like they were making that movie along with all the rest of them so doesn't really make too much sense but true uh, also say i'm kind of underwhelmed with adam uh polter's or not will polter's adam warlock um yeah so far we'll see i mean maybe he can be cool we need to actually see him like you know they just showed a f- like a few shots yeah like, i was like okay oh he looks like will polter um yeah. apparently he's gotten really buff for the role but i was like eh, well, okay. yeah we'll see uh um, yep. <clears throat> he's a good actor so that part of it i'm kind of excited about we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes totally um so that's our first disney trailer our second <laughs> disney trailer uh is india jones in the dial of Destiny. so, so cheesy next india jones movie i have no opinion on this because i've never been interested in india jones i've watched okay one of the really popular ones i don't even remember which one it was and i didn't i watched the grail one it might have well don't, no, see, don't it's watch, like i don't even know so it's like don't watch I, crystal I feel skull. i've watched crystal skull that's the <laughs> first one i've watched and i admit no, that's a, i that's do admit that's a bad movie and i also understand that's the worst one. everyone that it's the worst one but I even watched one of the classics. That's what everyone said. It's like, oh, you need to watch one of the classics. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I it, it obviously was better. For sure it was better. But I didn't care. Um, and that's right. just, I think, because I'm too old. Um, yeah. Never Possibly, yeah. It's like, they're not, like... The Mummy, uh, I feel like, was really inspired by Indiana Jones. And The yes. Mummy was really good. 
compared to Indiana Jones. I mean, Indiana Jones, I think they were just fun popcorn movies at the time. Like, yeah, definitely. They're, they're not really, like, these absolutely amazing, like... Now, now Minnesota Cuke, on the other hand. <laughs> I love Minnesota Cuke. It's just the um, VeggieTales version. Oh, okay. I, played, there I was, was like, a, I... <laughs> there was, I don't think there was ever a show. I think there was, from what I remember, and I, I hope listeners can maybe remember this so I don't feel crazy. There was this uh, PC game called Minnesota Cuke, and you would just, <laughs> it was like a platformer, and you would swing around. It was almost like, almost like um, Donkey Kong Country in the century, like, you have to collect little um, tiles mm. that spell out Cuke, I think, or spell out something. <laughs> Um, and every level, and there's monkeys, and the monkeys would try to hurt you, and you have to, you know, avoid the monkeys, and then you end up going into this uh, big structure. But then it got really hard, but I was like a little kid, and I wasn't doing video games. <laughs> when you said Minnesota Cuke, I'm like, I have no idea, because I was a... I'm hoping I was yeah, not I was raised... I was not raised on VeggieTales at all. No, I'm like, hoping maybe some listeners... It's a pretty deep cut. It's a pretty yeah. deep cut, even as I'm, far as VeggieTales goes, so... Um, I was born in a... Heathen family lifestyle. <laughs> I knew a little bit oh. about Chills. I didn't know that one. Uh, I remember Larry Boy. <laughs> oh, I remember Larry seeing Boy. ads also- for like one of the movies like on a VHS, and that was it. I'm and like, Seibu. Seibu is one of the best Seibu. songs ever made. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I just, it's like a, a foreign language song. you guys are speaking to me. Like I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. Seibu yeah. is like a cow thing. Um, and the song's really stupid. It's not great. I'm like... Uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't. He's just he had, like interrupts them with words say boo while they're singing the song. It's amazing. Um. Anyway, uh, the Indiana Jones does look campy, and it's it does. It's just so yeah. And, I bet it, anybody it, who's a huge Indiana Jones fan is gonna love this movie. Yes. Yeah. That's. The I feel like thought. Colby Bryant. Um. He's he's one of our. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dude is gonna amazing. Go, dude is gonna go people. to an early showing to that movie, and he's just gonna ride that. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever mentioned Indiana Jones, but for some reason, I'm just like, oh no, Colby yeah, no, is 100. percent I know he shared. Movie. I think he shared the trailer on Facebook or something. Dude. Is, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm. Yep. Getting dude, it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just know people that are really gonna be really like stoked. I feel Probably like this he didn't is the same. Podcast. This is the same group of people that are, like, huge, like, Ghostbusters fans and, like, you know, kind of a thing. Okay, yeah. And it's, like, a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, Ghostbusters? Really? You know, like... I never did watch which, that next, the new one. I need to watch it, but this is that same... I feel like this is in that same group of, like, older, you know, moviegoers, you know, like that. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm just in a spot where I did grow up watching because my dad and brother watched it, watched Indiana Jones. But that's kind of where i'm at with it too like Shelly, i'm sure it's gonna be fun i'm gonna go see it i have the best segue for you going back to veggie tales go ahead if it doesn't have a tail it's not a monkey it's an ape <laughs> all right that's a, that is a transition so the next movie we're talking about is transformers rise of the beast and there's a big ape gorilla ape. doesn't have a tail transformer <laughs> um and there's actually lots of different transformer beasts which is very fun I, I, I think it's cool how it's like we're just getting a Transformers movie out of nowhere, but it's yeah. not just another like reboot. I mean, I think it's technically, I think technically it is, but it's like I'm tired of like 
just Transformers reboots being Transformers reboots and that's all they are. Where it's like, they're discovering Transformers for the first time and that's it. That's the interesting thing. This, this... is the interesting thing because there's all these cool animal beasts transformers yeah. it, it looks that's like the it's cool still con- in a continuation of like the previous ones like the mark Wahlberg one it could like, be uh, i wasn't sure um but yeah um, no it it looks cool though like, is he octopus primal i mean i know that's what he like the gorilla they don't we never got a name um i think he is opt- i think he's just called primal or something primal okay because he looks very optimist-esque so, in his transformation yeah super so what cool trips, what trips me out is that the original Beast Wars were the original Transformers team, but they all took on new names and took on new transformations when they entered the new planet. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's a completely separate squad, it seems like. Like, it's a completely separate group, aside from the Autobots and the Decepticons. That animation looks so terrible in the original. Oh, yes. No, don't go back and watch Is this the, the one where the... What's-his-face is a rat? What Beast was Wars. Was that Beast Wars? Okay, I remember yes. that show. So, Bumblebee was... Cheat was basically he became Cheetor because he was yellow, you know, like which mm-hmm. they showed Cheetor in the trailer. I was like, yes, because that was my boy and Beast Wars, <laughs> was my favorite. Um, I watched a little bit of that, and then the other Transformers I watched was this like anime thing where Optimus was a fire truck. And to me, I've been waiting and waiting for Optimus Prime to be a fire truck. A fire. Let's truck? go. Weird. Yeah. What? I'm trying to. I gotta know what that is. I now. can't remember. Starscream was a shark. Um, weird. And they had mini bots, and you could buy. Oh, I remember the toys. Yeah, you could buy the mini bots, and then they would like attach to your transformer uh, so as like, a gun or something. They've rebooted as much as they've rebooted the movies, kind of in a pseudo way. They've rebooted the, that the, that show so many times. Yeah. Um, we never did get Rodimus it? Prime. I'm kind of kind of mad about that. <laughs> I know they did have that like. Remake. They did remake the show into like its own thing back in the 2000s, I think, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah. I want to know what show ha- that was. I see the fire it's, truck. It's Hasbro, you know? Like, um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? It looks. This movie actually, like, from that trailer, this does look good. And I feel like I haven't said that about a Transformers movie in a while. If at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really care about Transformers <laughs> movies usually, yeah. but give me cool designs that yeah. look like they belong in Horizon Zero Dawn, and <laughs> I will bite. Okay? Maybe Horizon like, Zero Dawn took some... Yeah, I'm just kidding, maybe. So. I don't know. I'm just like, I see Big Metal Bird, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did I'm have... Like, I bet uh, I like, can hunt that down. They did have, like, Grimlock yeah. and stuff like that in the previous one, too, so, like, they've done dinos already, but now it's like they're getting into Beast Wars stuff, which is crazy too yeah they're just going all out um yeah oh i think i found it looks like fun it just looks kind of fun and that's all transformers ever needs to be it's just kind of fun so um cody did you find something (laughs) i think i found the show that i'm talking about i need to (laughs) give me one second because it's not going to come up in a search it's called transformers robots in disguise and that could literally be anything Robots in disguise. Yeah, okay. I I just pulled it up. It's super like Japanese anime looking. Huh. Um it may have made made by an anime studio, I'm not sure. Um <laughs> like Optimus has so he's a fire truck, right? He has giant like missile launchers on his shoulders. It he looks like a <laughs> he could go up against a yeah. Gundam easily. Let's go. Is that that was made in like two thousand something, right? Two thousand one. 
That's probably the one I was thinking of then. Because, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, Starscream is a shark. And he flies around. He's just a flying shark for some reason. <laughs> it's weird. A Sharknado. I'm just kidding. Um, but we got Beast. We got Primals. I could see maybe they make Starscream mode. I don't know. A shark. Yeah. Such a cool show. Anyways. That was, that was a deep cut for me. That yeah, was like no worries. We gotta, it was just like oof. tangent. We gotta get a deep cut for like every everything. <laughs> yeah. We didn't okay. get one for for uh, for Guards of the Galaxy, but it's okay. Maybe we could get one for the Mario trailer. That's our last one we're talking about. So we got yeah. a new Mario trailer, and it's just a little bit more, a uh, little more characters than we got in the first teaser. Um, and so we get to hear like Charlie Day's Luigi a little bit. We mm-hmm. get to hear Aunt Charlie Day's so perfect uh, Peach. Peach seems fun. People are like, how dare they get Peach personality? I'm like, guys, this is always <laughs> yeah. Peach. You just haven't played the games. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe you've played only certain games where she doesn't like get to do much. Unfortunately, like Super Mario Sunshine, for example, like she actually just doesn't get to do much. And that's I mean, Kingdom thing. Battle, they literally give Peach a gun. It's like, here. I know. Like, she's yeah. always been kind of like, you know, ever played a Mario Kart? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little. Yeah. Or I, I wrote Paper Mario, people, but... you'd bake cakes, which was annoying, but she was just, like, escaping oh, yeah. the castle at all times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a whole reason where it's like, sorry, your totally princess is in, a, is in another castle. She's basically like, Princess she Leia, and, like, like, she don't care. Like, she's gonna do what she wants. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and she... she and then Odyssey, for her kingdom. Uh, very Odyssey, sassy she, in Odyssey. She's like, yeah. both of you suck. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that game has been out for a while. I loved Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey was great. <laughs> yeah peach is fun uh, um so anyway yeah it, it this trailer looks i mean i guess the last one didn't even necessarily look bad everyone was just like chris pratt mario voice what um but i would say this one looks just even better just because we're we're seeing even more of the fact that this movie is King. going way harder than i expected I'm i think they're, really they're excited tons references. of references and like game reference like we got donkey kong in there do it yeah. in like a donkey that fight kong. has to be a smash reference like straight up he was doing forward air he was yes. he was yeah. about to punch him with forward air then he grabbed him and i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> like there's been a lot there's been a lot of memes where he's like literally like yeah. doing like a forward air but um yep I didn't, that's funny. cool but it's like the fact that it's like that stadium looks like the Donkey Kong like set up with the barrels and stuff, and then later on yep. you see he's like trying to do like one of the classic two D platforming. We don't know why, right? His but apparently look. to prepare for Bowser's yeah. ba- Bowser's Castle, maybe. Um, <laughs> and then I mean, Rainbow Road. Yeah, that really <laughs> threw me off. That we the were Mario getting... Kart stuff. Yeah. yeah, like how much how much stories are going to be in this game or game sorry movie because at this point it just looks like a bunch of game references it's like and credit scene and we just have bowser and mario playing golf (laughs) dude oh my gosh gosh. i just realized what if waluigi's in this movie is he in this Uh, movie does he have a voice watch watch him watch him be in the credits watch him and watch him and mario be in an end credits scene i could see that happening mario and waluigi yeah but man, it's like I, I mean, obviously I'm gonna watch it. It's just like I don't know how good it's gonna be. Illumination films, unfortunately, aren't good. Most they're yeah. almost all bad, which is really too <laughs> bad. So that's why I'm like I have to really temper my expectations with this one. But I am the target audience. The one thing that gives me a little bit of hope, guys. and I will be more okay with Chris Pratt voicing if that's the case, is in the first one he didn't sound very. 
he almost kind of sounded like a Brooklyn accent, but it wasn't very yeah. Mario-esque. There is a line in here where he says, let's go, and it's very and Super then Mario Bros. video game inspired. Thing, I was like, Mario. I was like, yes. And so I have this feeling that he may have, I, we wrote this up before the podcast, uh, Chris Pratt may have recorded lines as himself and then recorded lines as like more of a Mario-inspired, uh, Charles Martinet-inspired. And mm. <laughs> I assume, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, they uh, heard the public outcry and were like, all right, well, we need to do that then. Um, yeah. So you can't have a whole another can't have Charles Martinet come in and voice everything uh, yeah. at this point in the movie. But hopefully Chris Pratt does his best Charles Martinet impression. <laughs> because... That was my. That's been my only thing with this. The movie looks amazing. Besides that, um, yeah, I was but, gonna go see it either way. <laughs> like it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't and I probably to will too. Um, it was just that first trailer was so jarring. Um, I was like, everything's perfect, and then he talked, and I was like, gross. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> yep. So um, yeah, just just a lot of trailers. Um, yeah. And probably next week we'll be talking a lot about Game Awards stuff. So yeah. The, yeah. More trailers. Like movie trailer stuff, and next week trailers on trailers, season. Trailers. Game trailer stuff, and potentially other trailers. But um, yeah, so we can we can move on to TV. I want to add too. I probably would have seen yeah. Sonic, even if Ugly Sonic had been. Same. So Same. I, I guess yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I feel like it's a very similar situation. But maybe. thank goodness they changed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good. Uh, we'll go to the TV then. I have been watching. I, I mentioned that it came out and that I wanted to uh, Barbarians. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbarians is a German. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I've heard of it. I was just all mm-hmm. I think it's called Barbarians. Uh, actually, <laughs> I think it's a German word. Um, and the first season was really, really good. I, I'm actually reading it subtitled. It has a dub, but the emotion behind the actors' voices, uh, is just not there when you're watching it dubbed. Um, uh, and it's they're really good actors, and so uh, I don't know. I didn't want to take away from that, so I've been reading it because there's that's just, awesome. Yeah, you feel way more about what feel way more of what's going on. That's cool. Watching it in the German and maybe Italian. I don't know what the Romans <laughs> are speaking, but it's not German. Um, it takes place in like 10 BC or yeah, AD 10 AD. Whenever Roman took over <laughs> Germany, I don't remember. Um. And so, uh, where are we going with that? Uh, it's the Romans going against the barbarians of Germany. And you're from the mindset or the perspective of the German barbarians, which is weird because we know that they're going to lose at some point. Hmm. But the show's been really good. It's got some kind of Last Kingdom stuff going on. There's a guy that is a Roman who is, he's a barbarian, captured by the Romans, raised by the Romans, and now ah. he's... I'm back in the barbarian territory, like helping them. <laughs> um, so, a lot of fun. There is some nudity. I don't remember there being nudity in the first season, uh, but there definitely is in the second season. Um, and one really weird thing, uh, and like, not be- okay. <laughs> there is a barbarian guy, and then uh, the main character, who the Roman barbarian guy, he's got a brother that's in the Roman Empire. Uh, mm. And apparently they have a secret love, these two guys, um, which whatever, but it's out of nowhere. Like they didn't know each other. They haven't known each other since they were little kids. 
and then which is kind of spoilery but it was just weird like it felt very sh- shoehorned in um and usually i'm pretty like uncaring about that but story-wise it seemed really very roman uh <laughs> if you know anything about uh roman culture ancient roman culture but it just it was like he was like i missed you so much and i was like you haven't seen each other since you were like five because <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole concept of yeah yeah it's it's a little strange other than that you know <laughs> um the show itself is is really well written and really smart uh smartly written so hmm. i enjoy it um cool what have you been watching shelly uh so we're still watching spice family and it's still very good it's a very good show we're not quite on season two yet i don't think um but we we're, we're far enough where we're kind of on the next little mini arc and um mm. The, the theme has changed, right? So that's when you know that there's a new arc. It's when the uh, the intro song changes. So, um, it's just a, a really it's a really good show. I, I I'm good. with you there, LJ. I remember when you were talking about it. Yep. Want to see more of yours assassination stuff? Um, and I'm with you there. Um, but at the same time, I kind of have to be like, okay, well, probably it doesn't relate to the story. It's not what um, the show's about necessarily, it's not really but it's like the show's about. So it's yeah. like, fine. You know she's doing it on the side yeah. still, but the fact is like it's not relevant to the story, so it's like, yeah. okay, fine. Like she's actually able to keep it super secretive, whereas freaking Lloyd just has to like do random spy things in the middle yeah. of the day because they're just like, Lloyd, what do you do? And he's like, ugh. Um, I do love that you don't really I, like. It's almost like I want to see that that side of the characters more, but it's like it makes sense to not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And like you still see that personality shine through, especially with your. Mm-hmm. Like the more we watch, the more I love her. She's just she gets so intense, and her brain just keeps going like straight to like death and straight to like certain like in, in random contexts, and it's just like so funny to me. Um, and then yeah. there's Anya, who's just like honestly just trying to survive but like not just trying to survive but she's trying to like you know help the mission she's trying to yeah. she's trying to like do the right thing to what she thinks the right thing is and that's like really wholesome to see is that not only is she like persevering through like all these changes in her life from being like this orphan girl who can never get uh, adopted or whatever she got adopted she would get taken back um to now she has like she feels like she has like this very big role to play and and she has like agency and she can like do all these things and that you know all these other little kids at the school are like think like oh you know it's really important to (laughs) get these stars because it's like the school it's like good it's good to be a good student at the school where she's like no this is like a world changing it's the mission it's the mission. It's like, we have <laughs> to do this. And I, yep. and I just, I don't know. I really like it. I, I love the dynamic. And um, mm-hmm. I love the new uh, addition to the family. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but I also love that like, literally every addition to the family is like, you also have to have some weird like power or secret or like thing. Uh, I just mm-hmm. think how that's been implemented is so awesome. And also just like wholesome. Um, it is a very wholesome show. Um, I really appreciate that. And I'm just like, it's it's awesome because it's like, I love these style shows where, well, I get, on one hand, I get frustrated when shows are like, oh, it's a will-they-won't-they they scenario. Like, will these characters get together? But I feel like this is the kind of show where you're like, they're gonna, like, actually fall in love with each other eventually. It's just a matter of when. Um, yeah. And already you're seeing hints of both of them being like, wow, we really love this family lifestyle. Yeah. 
like, I kind of want to keep doing this. Like, originally it was just for one, you know, for essentially selfish reasons, but now it's yeah. kind of become more than that. And I'm really, um, that just makes me really happy, like, the sort of wholesomeness with it all. And yeah, um, it's just such a cool premise, too. So, and, and the music is just so good still. Like, yeah, man, I, I just really like the show. But yeah, we still got um, to finish this. I don't even know how many episodes are in this season. I want to think that we're kind of near to being done, but it's like a long season. There's like more than, you know, we're at least on episode 13 or 14. And it's like, they're still, they're still going. So we're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's an entire new season. So um, that's nice. At least I feel like I'm used to shows only having like 10 or so episodes. I mean, and are obviously at 12, I guess. Yeah, the show feels like it's moving pretty fast. Because yes. like all of a sudden it's just like, oh, yes. episodes? Which I which I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um sama Love is War is probably still my favorite anime. Um, but that one moves pretty slow. But that's like part of the joke. That's mm-hmm. like part of the whole thing is that you know they're gonna get together, but it intentionally is going as slow as possible. Um, to like kinda you know, it's the joke. Whereas this show I feel like they're moving pretty fast and things have to start happening, you know? So mm-hmm. that's that keeps it interesting too. There's really no like lulls or anything. Um mm-hmm. I just really like this show. Yeah. If y'all are interested, I would recommend watching it. Cool. What are you going to watch, LJ? I've been watching some stuff. Uh, first, uh, I guess just to... Um, I said I was watching a lot of Santa Claus stuff. So I did start yeah. watching the Santa Claus's show. Yo, I haven't nice. started, but I want to watch it's, it. It's really interesting. It's definitely more... Uh, I don't know. Like I feel like it's... It's better than I expected, I think. Um, Cool. But uh, they're definitely doing some things. Um, I think there's only four episodes out right now. I think there's two more to come out up until, like, the week of Christmas, I think. Um, So I think this coming week... I don't know what day they come out. I just know that I was like, oh, okay, there's a new one. So we got two more weeks for sure. Um, But it's good. Especially if you have nostalgia for the original movies, I think it's worth it. Um... Mm-hmm. It's it's good though. Um, tackles a lot of messaging on like how the world is today, um, you know, kind of a thing with just how we have such an ease of access, you know, with everything, and you know him, you know, like I mean, the trailer literally talks about how he's finding a way, he's finding a replacement, basically. That's yeah. what the trailers are showing. So it's him trying to cope with this world after so many years, and I feel like I relate to a lot of what he's going through, especially with. My job, you know, my job changed this year, and just as my desires change in certain ways, like, I just feel like I related heavily in that area. Um, so it was just, like, kind of personal to me. But, um, it's good. Uh, it's, it's worth, it's worth a watch, I think, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other show that I, so, I started watching Wednesday, finally. Um, I heard so many good things about the show. Yeah, I've heard and so many, I, I heard it's bigger than stranger things i heard it's like really really good so well yeah like a lot of people watched it um i really like it i binged so i saturday night i didn't do i literally did like nothing that day and i watched all but two episodes in like one sitting Mm -hmm. i'm like dang i'm like it must be good if i just it is it is good um wednesday is a character that's has she has a lot more depth than than uh than like she herself would let on you know you kind of start to see her 
um, you know, just develop as a character too. Um, yeah. You kind of, I, I will say, I think the weakest part of the show is probably the parents, sadly. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also because they're not in it as much. But also, like, you just don't really get to see, you don't get to see them do much. But I, I feel like, I feel like Morticia is better than, like, Gomez. Like, Luis Guzman is, I normally like his stuff and I like what he's in. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he doesn't really own the role of Gomez, whereas, oh, uh, I forget who's the playing. Mar- yeah, I mean, well, so, also, he's got the look of more like the original TV show version. Mm-hmm. I guess it's also hard to disassociate, you know, Raul Julia, you know, and stuff like that, like the movie versions of these characters. Um, but I feel like Morticia, at least that actress, does a lot better in that role than Luis Guzman does in his role as Gomez. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think that's that suffers because yes, we don't get as much time with these two characters as as some might want. But it's the show's not about them; it's about Wednesday. Um, it's literally called Wednesday. So. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's it's good. It's it's really solid. It's it's uh, very well written humor, good humor. Um, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. I think it feels weird. Like I'm like, man, y'all could have put this out in October, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but but it's like, you know, it's it's out now, so it's it's worth a watch. So, cool. yeah, I I gotta watch the other two episodes and see how it wraps up. But uh, it's it's good. Sweet. Yep. Yep. That's what I've been watching. I want to check that at some point. Yeah. We will get into the TV news then. Um, a few different things happening, mostly with HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last of Us got a new trailer. I am sold on the show. I don't know why they keep giving me trailers. I'm ready to watch it. Um, the zombies look great. <laughs> the acting looks yeah. really good. It's going to be emotional, uh, which I think Last of Us kind of needs to be. Yes. I don't know if I learned anything else besides that from this. <laughs> yeah, I'm interesting to see the similarities and the differences. Like, are they going yeah. to literally have... I mean, I already know they're going to do some of the um, scenes, like, shot for shot, but, like... They have to fill out some of that time that you're spending usually doing gameplay, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to throw in an arc or... Maybe not an entire arc or so, but, like, they're going to probably throw in some original characters. Probably going to throw in some See, original things that happen. Um, they, that's I what they I gotta know. To, like, yeah. I gotta know, how far are you going into this show? It'll are just you cut into... to, like, literal gameplay. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, but awesome. I mean, like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, do y'all plan to go to, like, part two territory? You know? Like... Mm. I mean, that's like to me that would have to be years away, especially for the. That's where I think the show should have gone. Uh, would have been the time between Last of Us and Last of Us Two. Uh, so yeah. I would like this first season to be Last of Us, and I hope that they mm-hmm. kind of wrap up the first game in this season, uh, and then from there kind of build into yeah. its own show. Uh, that way, it's capturing uh, new fans; they will know what's going yeah. on. The old fans will be watching because they're fans, uh, but then you're allowed a little bit more freedom to um, mm-hmm. make your own story. You have to lead up yeah. to something, uh, but I just think there would be a lot more freedom in that. I, I think if they're going to do part two, they need to... Uh, this I think the actress that plays Ellie is really going to need to own that role. Mm-hmm. Because obviously she takes a more prominent role in like The Last of Us in the, in the game part two. Yeah. So it's like, you're going to have to do some stuff with her and kind of get her to own that role and then definitely 
have some time pass, you know, and have yeah. her, you know, age up too. So it's like, I'm really curious to see how ambitious they are with this show and see mm-hmm. like how far they're willing to, they want to go. I would be down. I mean, I don't necessarily need a Last of Us two in this in the show. Uh, just leading mm-hmm. up to it, I think would be cool to see. Uh, it'd be great yeah. if the show ended where Last of Us two starts. Would be really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. It's it's cool. Yeah, I'm excited it's, for it. I will watch that show for sure. Same. It looks it looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I, I don't remember where Fallout is. We're gonna go with the HBO Max changing names. Um, I feel like Fallout's going to yeah, Amazon. Fa- Fallout's Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so HBO Max is uh, joining Discovery. We talked about that a billion times on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's been happening forever. And uh, the article that I read back like that was the new news. That's not new news. Um, but CNBC is reporting that uh, the combination of the two channels will be titled Max. So it's just Max, um, which doesn't roll off the tongue super well. Like, no. I just can't imagine. Saying, oh, yeah, that's on Max. Uh, when I think of Max, it's I think also of a like Max. a name of a person, you know? Yeah. It's I would just, just say kinda... they call it HBO Discovery Max, you know, if they want to, you know, like, to have the full thing in there. Like, yeah. Because then it'd just be like, oh, Disney Plus. You know, I think of Max, like... I think of, like, a Mac. Oh. Is it on yeah. Max? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not on Windows, Max, it's on Max. To me, to me, the word Max on HBO Max is, like, a Plus, a Prime, or a, yeah. like, you know, like, it's the add-on to the company, not just, like, the title. You know, like... Yeah, it's weird. I think that, like, they could have probably kept the hbo max name or if they just want to call it discovery max i'm cool with that too yeah but uh that too. but just max is like yeah that's weird discovery would be a cool one to do yeah, yeah i don't know how i feel about discovery it it's not max. set in stone yet it's been reported that is uh what's being talked about it just i understand you don't want to confuse people so you're wanting to keep part of a name it just seems like a weird choice max uh, plus i'm just kidding yeah, I would be. It's on Max Plus. That would I would actually be more okay with that. that I mean, HBO sense. Max and Discovery Plus. Like there you go. Max to all. the max. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maxed out. Maxed out. Oh, there we go. Call Max out. That's on Max out. <laughs> I could see that. Anyways, um, we'll see if anything comes with that. It's just kind of a rumor at this point. Small news. Mm. Uh, Great assault kind of stuff. Uh, the other piece of news that I'm really excited about is from Fallout and. We all know that there's a Fallout TV show coming out. Um, apparently, um, the producer of the Fallout TV series, Todd Howard, who's also Bethesda's director. I didn't realize that. That's yep, pretty cool yep. that he's yeah. the executive producer for the show. Uh, says that the story is going to be very separate from the rest of the games. And I assume that it's going to fall into that same premise. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I, if I understand Fallout correctly, and I've only played Fallout 4... It's all the same universe. Yeah. Uh, it's just nuclear war happens, and so you have these self-contained stories within these, these self-contained maps. Yeah. Um, so every game you start off in a vault, pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, let me get out and find out that this world is messed up. So I mean, that would be perfect for a TV show to have a completely mm-hmm. different city. Um, oh, this is they could even place. do the whole first episode like in the vault or something. Like, yeah. They could they could have that build up. That would be you know, cool. Like the first episode is them getting in the vault, and then at the end, before the credits roll, you see them like go walk out of the vault and be like, "Oh!" And then you, yeah, yeah, 
Yep. You could literally, yeah, you could have the vault. I just, the I just wrote the pilot right the vault, there. Uh, but you can't see past the light, and then it just prints. Yep, I just wrote that first, the pilot episode. Even yeah, though the pilot episode's welcome. probably already done. Uh, you can email your royalties <laughs> to you, contact <laughs> <laughs> I have seen they have sets I think like I even saw on TikTok somewhere on the east coast that they already had stuff up that was like fake superstores and all that from the Fallout universe like that's so exciting. already I think the show's gonna be great yeah I, I'm really excited for it. Uh, that's all the TV news that we have so uh, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see everybody at the video game awards hangouts at twitch.tv slash yeah. race um yeah, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Only that there's going to be Tekken 8 news during the Game Awards. I'm <laughs> stoked for that. I'm like, yeah. yes. Cool. Yep, I got nothing. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah, that's it for me too. So, Shelly, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJThePaladin. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor uh, and on twitch.tv slash Geeks Grace on Wednesdays occasionally. Heck um, yeah. Missing this week again. Uh, after the holiday season, it'll be a little more consistent, but holidays Sorry. are always rough with work. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.